This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right, hello everyone. Lindsay Gibbs here with Burn It All Down. We have got a special emergency hot take edition here because there's just so much WNBA free agency news that even though the free agency hasn't officially begun until February 1st, we need to discuss everything that's happening. So I've brought some uh, past Burn It All Down guests, some of our favorites here. We have Ari Chambers of High Post. Yeah, you do. Yes. And also, the great Jasmine Baker, also one of my colleagues over at High Post Hoops. How are you doing, Jasmine? I'm doing wonderful, just hot. Yeah, (laughs) which is, yeah, we can all roll our eyes at that in the rest of the country. She's in Texas, and she's hot right now. Um, And uh, that's not something I can relate to, personally. (laughs) Same, sis, same. I'm over here in New York cold. Yeah, yeah, I was like, y'all can keep the blizzards. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, I'm thrilled to have you guys here because I just need to kind of wrap my head around this. We're first going to talk about two of the biggest stories in the WNBA right now, which is Maya Moore announcing that even though she has been cored by the Minnesota Lynx, it seems it's not official that she's actually going to play for the Minnesota Lynx this year. We're going to dig into that. We're going to dig into some of the other possible free agency moves that we can see starting on February 1st. But first, we're going to start talking about the story, the big story that broke this week, which is Liz Cambage, last year's, I mean, just breakout superstar of the WNBA, Miss 53 points, I believe it was. She has announced that she is demanding a trade from the Dallas Wings. They can either trade her or she will not play this season. Um, there's been a lot of rumors floating around there. It seems the three teams that are in the mix are the Los Angeles Sparks, the New York Liberty, and the Las Vegas Aces. And there might be a Chicago Sky, a thir- three-team thing mixed in. There's there's a lot that could happen in the next few days. Nobody really knows. So we're going to do some speculating because that's what's fun. First of all, I have to say that when I, I didn't know that she was going to request a tr- demand a trade. But the same... A few hours before it, it was announced that she was going to demand a, that she was demanding a trade, it came out that Fred Williams, the coach of the Dallas Wings, was now an assistant coach with the Los Angeles Sparks, and Fred Williams and Liz Cambage had a great relationship. He's the one who recruited her back to the WNBA. She was devastated when he was fired last year, right before the playoffs. So even before it was announced, I my little spidey senses started tingling, and I said, we know Liz Cambage has always wanted to go to L.A. We know she loves Fred Williams. Could this be part of L.A.'s play to get Liz Cambage? So let's start there. Jasmine, you are a, the, a basically, you not basically, you are a beat reporter for the Dallas Wings in Dallas. 
Were you surprised when this trade was announced? And what do you think about uh, this Los Angeles possibility? I wasn't surprised. Um, I, like I said, um, at one point I was glad once we found out for sure that she was coming back. Um, cause that was the biggest question for a lot of people. Um, once we found out she coming was coming back to the back, WNBA as a whole, you mean? Correct. Correct. Yes. Correct. Um, and then once I heard that she was requesting a trade, I was like, well, at least she's coming back. Um, I, insiders had really kind of told me don't expect her don't expect to see her back this season uh with the wings so i really have mentally been preparing myself and of course i couldn't say anything because i didn't know i couldn't say anything officially but mentally i'm preparing myself for quite some time and i especially when i heard about the img sign she signed with img um that was like a big that like that kind of it's put off the like a, a red alert, I guess, in terms of that she was coming back, but that is was going to be a bigger thing in terms of what she's planning on doing. And so, I like I said, I was not surprised at all. Um, I had heard that before, um, and now I'm just kind of, I guess I'm kind of confused as to where what the wings. I guess my biggest question mark at this point is what are the wings going to do because they carry they have so much leverage at this point. So I'm curious to see with so many teams in the works. I honestly I know a lot of fans would love to see Maya Moore in Dallas or Sylvia Fowles in Dallas. So I I've heard that you know as we've seen Vegas has a lot of um, chips so to speak. So I look forward to seeing how this plays out. Yeah. My first question to you is what does Dallas really need? What, what are their big uh, holes right now that they could really use uh, some, some help with? Oh, there's so much. Yeah. Um, well, now that we, <laughs> like how much time do you have? Um, right now, now that we have, um, you know, we've cored a uh, glory Johnson, which is huge. And then we also have a new head coach. So that answers a lot of questions. Then you also have to look at the fact that Skylar Diggins is not coming back this season, or we shouldn't expect her back this season, given that she's having her first baby. And now we're missing another all-star with Cam Beige. So that's, that's a point guard in your center that you let her, you know, that were essentially your two biggest um, scores. You essentially have to make up for that. So you have to find that again. Um, I think that we have a lot of Put young potential on our team so I think Dallas is really looking towards the future of this team and so they're going to be looking at picking up those two positions in particularly um I think especially when you look at who's out who's available um you know Kareem of Christmas Kelly I've said, said this a million times keeping her is crucial to having a veteran on the team along with Glory Johnson which I said we cord so I'm curious to see how this plays out because, like I said, with this young, youthful team, I mean, I feel like Dallas has another a lot of immense potential, you know, going into the season if they have, if they pick up the right individuals. Absolutely. Ari, do you think there's any um, legitimacy to my spidey senses saying L.A. could work something out? Or do you think that the best bet is elsewhere? I understand why people perceive LA, but I, I don't see it happening. I don't think that they have the pieces that um, Dallas would need. Furthering what Jasmine's saying about um, having a point guard in the center, filling the spots of Skylar Diggins-Smith and Liz, I think the best bet is Vegas. You have a Mariah Jeff- Jefferson and a Kelsey Plum that you can give up, and then you have a top pick, so that means Tierra McCown and Kalani Brown. You can fill those voids in that way. I think that L.A. is not really prepared to break up the chemistry of Chelsea, Candace, and NECA. 
I don't think that's smart to do. Initially, on, on paper, it looks good with the whole Fred Williams thing there, with Liz having that good relationship with him. But I, I just don't see it happen to L.A. And there have been rumors in New York because it's a big market. I cannot fathom a transaction that can happen that would put New York in a place where they can get her. New York like, does I not just, have many pieces. We'll get to like, New York I in just, a minute. But I like... wanted to word that very carefully because I just don't think that they can, like, they, there's no type of, that wouldn't be a balanced trade. Yeah. So <laughs> it is what it is for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I that that's my thing. I mean, uh, love New York, love a lot of their players. They have a lot of guards who uh, are borderline starters and that is kind of what their team is filled with you know and that's not really gonna gonna help you much um, yeah you can't bank on potential when you have a trade situation happening they've been banking on oh they're gonna be great sometime yeah you know it's just just not all clicking we'll get to New York in a minute but I have to say I agree with you I think that right now Vegas is looking like the most likely candidate I think Seeing Asia Wilson and uh, Liz Cambage together would be Imagine absolutely that phenomenal. Imagine. I mean, what That's are you God even going us. to do with that? I think what is also really great is, look, let's face it, Dallas and you know Tulsa before it has not always had the reputation of treating its players uh, the the best and marketing the best and really being able to find that stability. And what Vegas has, has started to build there, even though it's just one season in, it's special. The publicity they give to their players, the uh, attention, all the sponsors they have deals with, the fact that, you know, they're on the Vegas Strip playing their games. For someone like Cambage, that would be really enticing into a market like IMG. And, you know, I think that there are limits to as far as you can grow your profile uh, in Dallas, the way things are right now. A couple years down the line, Brian Agler might have that turned around, right? With Skylar Diggins-Smith back getting some big pieces. But I don't know that Liz Cambage is at a point in her career where she wants to to wait a couple years down the line to see what's going on. Um, so fact, she's a DJ too. Vegas would be, that would be great. People forget exactly. that's, that's what she does. Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah. It would be perfect. So I, I agree with all of you. And I think that that, that, that could be fun. So let's talk about this other piece that's floating around here. Uh, Ari, what do we know about Maya Moore and where are we with that? We knew, we found out uh, about a week ago that she had been cored by the Minnesota Lynx. She was one of their many um, unrestricted free agents this offseason. We'll get to the rest in a minute. But then what have we found out since then? Uh, I have to further the WNBA's Insiders podcast about uh, how Maya's always been a person of feeling. She, I, I, I firmly believe that something is going on in her life because of not only her performance this year, like this past season, but just the way it, she she went about it, even like the all-star voting when she didn't want to be captain, there's something going on deeper that none of us know about. And, I, and I'm not one to, you know, speculate with like rumors and everything, but I, I honestly think that this move or that this decision to, or sticky situation is based on something, again, not dealing with basketball. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting move. I My, my personal opinion is that she's going to end up in Atlanta eventually. If she comes back, and honestly, I wouldn't be mad if she retired. Look what she's retiring with. All right, let's so let's let's take a step back. Here's okay. what we know, right? Here's what we know yep. for sure. We know that she was cored by the Minnesota Lynx. Yes. The second thing 
is we know that uh, reports came out from local uh, Minneapolis media mm-hmm. that she is planning to either request a trade or sit out for the 2019 season. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even a small possibility that she could retire. Um, there hasn't been any clarity in the week since that report really came to the surface, except that it hasn't been disputed, right? All we know from the links is that general manager and links head coach Cheryl Reeve said, we've been in close contact with Maya Moore and together we decide we are deciding the best way to approach next season. So that is certainly not a denial of the reports that something is up and things have been Uh really quiet since then. As you said, Maya is a different type of superstar, right? She's a superstar because of the amount of winning she has done and because of her talent, not necessarily because of the way she has embraced the spotlight um, or anything like that, which is, okay. Do you have, do you have a different thing? Which is not a knock on her. It's just, she's quiet. Okay. I, if, if the two options are rest or trade, where would she be resting? See, this is this is what see resting. You want to be closer to the family. You want, you want to just give your body a break. Like I said, I just feel like it's ultimately going to lead her to Atlanta. But that's no, just I'm, my, no, that's fine. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying her personality. I'm just talking right now oh, about yeah. her personality. So, she's, not a, she's, she's not a she's not an in your face superstar, right? She's yeah, no, very quiet. Not. Yeah, she's very to herself, very strong in her faith, very like introspective. She she just likes. Um, she thrives off of energy. That's just the type of person she is. And I, I firmly believe that like she's faith driven, uh, energy driven, and this should be interesting. Yeah. So like you said, we have a situation where she's from Atlanta. She's very close with her family. So it would make sense that she would want to go there. She was clearly burned out last season. She had for her, by her standards, a pretty awful season in the WNBA by anyone else's standards, a pretty good season, but by her standards, uh, you know, I was doing power rankings, of the top 10 players every week for an outlet. And honestly, she off, more often than not wasn't even in that power rankings. Right. Because and I would get yelled at it every week by Lynx fans. But I would say, look at her statistics. You know, look at look at what's going on. She's just not there this year. She's having an off year. She did decide not to go abroad. She didn't play this all season. So I think a lot of people thought that was going to be enough to kind of uh, give her the refresher that she needs. But um, that's that that seemingly uh, it seems like that has not been enough. Uh, Jazz, if you were a um, betting woman, where would you predict? What do you predict that we're going to see from Maya Moore this year? Do you think that she's going to kind of work things out and be able to come back in Minnesota? Is she going to request a trade or, you know, are we going to be without her for maybe a year, maybe longer? Matt? You know, it's just, it's just such a hard question to answer just for the simple fact that, like I already said, it's so personal. And um, I was telling somebody the other day, I said, given what we do know about Maya, like I already said, in terms of just um, feelings and, and, and very being very spiritual, um, I told her Dallas is not a bad look, just throwing that out there. <laughs> for the simple fact that LeBron went to L.A. for his needs, I could see Maya coming here. Or being closer to uh, Georgia as far as a uh, simple plane ride, quicker plane ride there. Is it and that much closer the... to Georgia, though? Like, I don't know that Dallas <laughs> like, is Jasmine, really... what? I think this <laughs> might be your fandom I'm talking, telling... Jasmine. I'm telling y'all. It's, it probably is like less than two hours flight from DFW right. to Atlanta. So, I and that, that way, plus on top of that, when you look at so all the mega churches in Dallas and how... 
you know, the culture of Dallas is probably more on par with Atlanta compared to Minneapolis. Let's be honest. So with those things in mind, yeah, <laughs> Minnesota here is going to be a better look for Maya compared to Liz. I mean, so there's that uh, or I see her just sitting. I mean, to be perfectly honest, I don't see her retiring. I mean, I, I don't see her retiring. I honestly agree. She's just burnt out. Okay. I think that, oh, I Ari, think that please, oh, yeah. uh, you have some feelings, I know. Yeah, okay, so, okay, Jasmine, with the, the flight. I think that Minnesota could benefit from receiving some, I, I don't want to go into trade talking, the movement of offseason and everything, but just think of, like, the benefits Cheryl Reeve could have from, like, some young Atlanta additions. And I, I just think that it would be a nice, a nice little move. But Maya, like I said, I, I said it here, if she were retired tomorrow, can't be mad. She's gotten four championships. She'll still go down as one of the best to ever be in the league. So whatever she chooses, she chooses. But yeah, again, I think it it comes down to the, the league this past year has had so much turmoil that now players are, they have to look at their own personal um, situation do what's best for them because they don't know the future of this league like i said to you guys before off off recording i don't think adam silver is going to let the league fold under his name and i'm not going to speculate about the league folding period but i i do believe that players are now coming in terms of what's best for them personally beyond basketball and making decisions based on that yeah i mean i would i, I would agree with that and i'm all for players getting some more autonomy and figuring out how to make the careers that they want. I will be, I think it'll be really disappointing. And I, I know that might be unfair, but if Maya Moore decides to retire this early, um, I, she is such a superstar. She's such an icon. I mean, we saw this year with the Maya Moore wings poster, you know, the, the Michael Jordan, how much she's inspiring girls all across the country. She has this impact, this way of connecting with fans. And also, she's just incredibly talented. I mean, she's one of the best. She, she could go down as one of the greatest of all time. I want to see her pushing for that. I want to see her happy first and foremost. But my hope is that she can get to a place where um, not only is she more comfortable in the situation she's in in her career, in whatever team that may be, but that she ends up more comfortable with um, opening up a little bit because I, I hope that whatever that she she gets to the point where she's she's willing to to share a little bit about what's going on right now because um, I, I just think that, that 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 will move things forward. I don't know if she'll get there, and it's fine if she doesn't. I'm just kind of expressing my my wishes going forward. Whew. All right. We obviously, we, we could find out breaking news on either of these topics in a matter of hours. Um, we might not know for another month or so. We're just going to have to see what's going on. Before we go, let's talk about some of the other unrestricted free agents that we are dealing with here in the W this year. Speaking of Minnesota, Simone Augustus and Rebecca, Rebecca Brunson are both unrestricted free agents as well. Uh, Jasmine, do you expect to see them back in Minnesota? I think it depends on what Maya does, mm, but I, that's, that, I mean, cause at the end of the day, you're looking at the core of the team and I know that she, she plays a huge part in that regardless of what her season was like last season. Um, and I think it comes down to if they actually decide to trade for Liz Cambage, which I doubt will happen, but, um, yeah, I mean, I could see maybe Rebecca being there, but uh, I doubt we'll see Sylvia Files there. 
What do you mean? But Sylvie Fowles is still under contract. Uh, it's Simone Augustus that's the other unrestricted free agent. My apologies. I yep. did not hear you correctly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sylvia Fowles is still under contract. We've got Simone and Rebecca as the two unrestricted free agents, um, the big name unrestricted free agents in Minnesota. You've also got Sidney Colson and Erlana Larkins, who are unrestricted free agents as well. I think right now the general feeling is that both Simone and Rebecca will re-sign with the Lynx, especially Rebecca, given that, you know, she's just had a baby. She's really established in that community. I think she has a business in that community. So I would expect to see, I think this could be the last year of Rebecca's career, but I would expect it to be in Minnesota. Um, What about you, Ari? I know that Cheryl Reeve was saying, she doesn't know what she has to do this, um, next year, but she knows she has to make some changes. Yeah. So okay. um, she has a good way of transitioning her players out, like with the Lindsay Whalen situation where they had discussed, like Lindsay was like, I don't want to play anymore. And uh, Cheryl was like, let's, let's see how it is one more year. So I do feel like Rebecca is going to stay where she is. Uh, but I know Minnesota has to figure out a way uh, to keep up with the youth of the league and uh, the new style of play of the league. So there will be some shifts. I do think both of them are going to come back. But as far as, I mean, we can get rid of an Atlanta Larkins and they won't really suffer. Yeah. You can get rid of, like, Sidney Colson just came for one playoff game. Right. It's not going to be that, those, t- obviously. But I think Simone and Rebecca are returning and I think it, it will be Rebecca's last year. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Other big free agents, Elena Beard and Essence Carson in L.A., you've also got um, Rakina Williams in L.A., and I believe those are all of our big L.A. names. Um, Jasmine, thoughts there? I, You know, I really see um, – I see Elena Beard staying. That's about as much as I can say on that. Yeah. Um, I, I just – I mean, she's just – She's a defensive beast, so I don't see them giving her up uh, easily if they do give her up. Yeah, I would agree with that. Ari, what do you think about um, Essence? I think Essence is a key uh, six-man, and she can step in when she needs to. She has some great moments on the court, and she's also good for their locker room culture. Atlanta Beard, L.A. could afford to let her go. At this point, I would love to see her you know, lock somebody down um, on a different team. Uh, and Raquana, I think that she's a the shooting specialist that they need to keep around. She's yeah. like the low key killer that everybody overlooks her, but she is integral to their offense, you know, in spurts. Yeah, and I don't think that that's something that you need to let go. And I forgot we also have as restricted free agents Chelsea Gray and Odyssey Sims. Good lord, it's so like got some work thing. to do. Right. <laughs> Odyssey, I see Odyssey leaving, yeah. and you can almost quote me on that. I know that she wasn't the happiest no. at LA, but again, there's been a coaching switch. I don't know what the the unhappiness is coming from, but I think that Odyssey needs a team that she can shine a little bit more because she she has the the leadership potential and talent to carry a team, but I don't think that she's had a, the uh, opportunity to. She has a great stain. There's no there's no doubt in my mind. You can stamp it now. I put almost anything on that. I don't see Chelsea Gray moving anywhere. But as far as Odyssey, if she wants out and they they can definitely afford to let her go, especially if you're keeping Raquana and you're adding, you know, new elements, I firmly believe that Odyssey is going to go. 
Yeah, I think it's interesting. And there are tons of teams who need a player like that, right? I mean, uh, that that's a big deal. What, what do you think about that, Jasmine? I was just about to ask Ari. You know, we said the same thing when she left Dallas. So I'm beginning to question, you know, what the situation seems to be with Odyssey. Odyssey, with Odyssey needs a leadership opportunity. She needs to be the point guard that she is. That's just what it boils down to. And, you know, honestly, I would give up a Brittany Boyd for Odyssey. I was about I to say, Odyssey, what about New York that needs a get, leader and point guard? They need a leader and point guard. Odyssey, come to New York. Period. Like, I, I see just, that. I, I see she's that. Gonna, she's going to need an opportunity to shine. She can. The girl can ball. She can lead. She's vocal. She's not. She's a little relentless in her in her pursuit of you know play. She 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 can carry a team, and nobody nobody seems to know that either. So I could definitely see her on in New York, and she can help Katie Smith in in turning the culture around. For last season was just a little awkward. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about New York. We're not going to go through all 12 teams because we're not going to be here for an hour. We've got a couple more. Let's talk about New York. Let's talk about the Mystics because I want to. And uh, and maybe the Chicago Sky, who also have kind of some interesting pieces floating around this offseason. Uh, <laughs> if, if anyone else has any anybody else they want to talk about. But uh, New York. So New York, uh, they got a new owner, Ari. <laughs> Who is their new owner, and is someone someone who's been close to it? I mean, are we popping the champagne bottles or what? James Dolan is gone. We're popping the champagne bottles, but we're not excited about the relocation until the following year because people didn't realize the schedules are already out, so we will still be playing games in Westchester County Center. Right, but there is is an exit plan. Okay, so, all right, can you tell (laughs) us who is this new owner and why are we excited about it, besides just the fact that he's not James Dolan? It's to side to side, but he's the Brooklyn Nets uh, minority owner. And I think that it's going to be excellent for the future of the Liberty because Barclays is a more youthful environment. They, they can push entertainment. They're the cool places to be like, they're the cool team to be. Um, They're accessible to the fans. It's just going to be a great new replenishing uh, moment. I talked to Amanda. She's hype. Amanda Zarabi. She, she plays on New York currently, but you know, that could change. But um, the players are excited about the move. They, it, it's, it's, it's a hard position to be in when you're playing under somebody, under ownership that you know doesn't support you. So now that they're free from that, I see a change of culture, a change of mindset. I can almost see the weight lifted to them because, like I said, I've talked to a few of them. They're, they're, really, they're really happy. They're happy. Um, so I'm excited to see what the Nets uh, organization can do for them Barclays organization can do for them and hopefully they'll play at Barclays doesn't really make sense because that's a large amount of seats to sell but the location wise it's accessible it we can really make uh something happen in Brooklyn yeah I I agree I think it's going to be really exciting and it keeps the franchise in New York which is just it's just crucial for the W to have a franchise in New York and yeah I mean I really like that Joseph Tsai owns a, this is, might sound weird, but he owns a lacrosse, a pro lacrosse team, which is in, which ha, which is a league that does a lot of kind of creative things as far as marketing and player salaries and investments. And so he kind of he has not just worked with an NBA team, right? He's worked in kind of a startup league, and that I think is good. Like it's good to have that mentality, that investor investment mentality that of course so many of the the people who own just own nba teams didn't really have didn't understand what it takes right 
we see that with Connecticut Sun. They right. have a lacrosse team tied to them, and you see how great their marketing is. Yeah. So I think that it's just that enthusiasm for the underdog sports, you know? And so, I, like I said, I'm really excited to see what goes on with the future of the Liberty. Yeah, absolutely. So what they've done, they've cored Tina Charles, which I, I would say we all agree with that decision. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, for, as a New York fan, yeah. Yes, but. as a New York fan. Um, their restricted free agents are Rebecca Allen and Brittany Boyd. So that means New York kind of has first dibs at those, but they, you know, have they can look elsewhere as well. Unrestricted free agents, you've got Marissa Coleman and Kia Vaughn and Shavante Zealous and Epiphany Price. Whew, so they have a lot of a lot of work to do this off season. What what are their big needs, Ari? They need to bank on the now and not the potential. They need elements to help Tina Charles get further. Uh, New York is historically a team that chokes in the playoffs, and they just cannot seem to get far. So we just need, I think they need to get a little refresher. Brittany Boyd, I see her shining elsewhere again because Bill Lambeer has made it, like back when he was coaching the Liberty, he's made it clear that he, he sees potential in Brittany. And she's had her spurts, but she just can't stay healthy. Marissa Coleman, again, couldn't stay healthy. Kia Vaughn, been injured. I think that they need to wipe it clean and and, and make do some movement. They were the ones least movement preseason last year. Yeah. It's time. It's well, time and, to not. And they were in a terrible it, position because they didn't know where they were going to play and nobody wanted to sign with them because yeah. James Dolan announced before the season that he wanted to sell the team. So they were in an awful spot. Yeah. So hopefully there will be more movement this year because I talked to Erica Ayala, one of our colleagues, often about how the Liberty has just turned stale. Yeah. They're just a stale team. And it's time to revamp that, find some elements that get you past. I mean, they always have the, the buy round, but get you past that first round playing. It, yeah. it, it, it kind of doesn't make sense. And honestly, I would argue after her core, like, eventually Tina needs to leave if she wants to win a championship. Yeah. Consider. Great. There's yeah. no, she's not going to win a championship with nope. New York. I'm sorry. I love New York. That's my home. Like, I live in Manhattan. But, like, come on. No, it's, nobody's paying attention to you because because you're not going to win a championship. No, it's very true, and it's sad. And obviously, like we're all rooting for Katie Smith. We all want to see New York turn around and and get back to comp- you know and really be competing for championships. And you know they're such an important franchise for the league. But it's 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 not right now. You have Tina Charles and a bunch of supporting players, and you can't win in the WNBA with one star player. And I I don't mean, I think they have a lot of great people, a lot of great players, but they're complementary pieces, right? And you can't just have a team full of and ones, you know? Like, like, uh, Jasmine, anything to add to that? I was just curious, what's their, um, um, I guess on the the lottery uh, draft board, what are they? I think They've got the two pick, right? Oh, they do have a two pick, and Asia Dare's coming to New York. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, breaking take, news. You already hear from right? I mean, <laughs> I've been saying it for a whole year, and I'm like, and you know, like that's my child. I'm like, Asia, pack your bags, honey. You're gonna, we're gonna be neighbors. It's gonna happen. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> they need shooters. <laughs> like, if they do not. I think they need a season where they're not worried about defense at all. <laughs> Just get some people in there who can score some points. <laughs> like, Hashtag Just night get night. some Hashtag people who can Asia score dark. some points. My goodness. All right. So that brings me to my mystics. Um, 
I would like to see Elena Beard back in D.C. Uh, I think she is a Coach T player through and through. And, you know, come back, reunite with Christy Tolliver, bring that championship mentality and that defense, that really key defense that the Mystics could just use, right? I mean, we saw... Uh, we we saw that they just need an upgrade in that in that in the playoffs. We saw that against Seattle, so they made it to the finals. Their deal. Let's talk about them for just a second. Um, of course, Deladonna staying. No, nothing crazy going on there. Emma Meesman is supposed to be back this year. She's probably going to miss a couple of, se- of weeks, but she probably will be back. Their unrestricted free agents though are Tiara Ruffin Pratt, Monique Curry. Um, there is also Crystal Thomas, who I would be shocked to see back and, uh, Latoya Sanders, who I know the team has expressed interest in bringing back, especially with Emma missing the first bit. You know, she did such a great job last year and their restricted free agent is Natasha Cloud. Ari, you're, uh, nodding your head a lot. What do you see happening in DC and can they make that next step up? Oh, Latoya is definitely staying. She had a. Tasha loves her. Tasha's <laughs> inching her way up to the face of Washington. She's staying. Yeah. Like that that's a given. Yeah. Um she's like She just went yeah. to London with the team. It was her and yeah, Deladon that they brought to nowhere. London. Yeah. <laughs> like she's going nowhere. They can get they can get rid of TRP and Mo. Uh I would love to see Elena back. I would love to see her back re- uh reunited with Elena KT. Beard. Yeah. Elena yeah, Deladon's staying. We like Beard back. Yeah. Beard back. Uh I would love that. And I think that Washington, for another year straight, will be a championship contender. Yeah. I mean, I think they've got to get a little bit more. But, I mean, when you think of having... Adding Emma and and uh, Atlanta Beard back, Atlanta Beard would be the season. Like, you know, I always talk about teams being old and stale. But, no, Atlanta would add the seasoning to them. Like, the seasoned vet that can they can really true and it's look it's tough because trp is so much the heart and the soul of this team i mean i think she's very very overlooked she is a defense i mean her her defense her defensive numbers in the playoffs were out of this world and that doesn't get a lot of attention you know and she she doesn't and she got kind of pushed out of the starting lineup this year because of ariel atkins and how just like ridiculous you know we saw atkins being to her huh yeah yeah all the all the shout outs to her and but i think I, i think that we have seen, you know, TRP was invited to the Mystics draft undrafted, or the Mystics training camp undrafted. She in she is the right now the longest running Mystic. She's the only player who's been there the entire time Coach T has been there um, after they traded Taylor Hill. She is, uh, she's from Alexandria, Virginia. This is her hometown. I mean, she is so much just kind of the the soul that I do think it's going to be hard for coach T to see her out the door, but it's her. I don't know that her offense has improved enough for her to, for them to spend a lot of money on her um, and to give her the huge salary that I think she might be able to get elsewhere. And look, as we've seen with coach T, we saw him let Ivory Latta out, out the door last year, even though she had been such a special player to him. He's pretty good at separating emotion when he needs to. So I think it's going to be interesting. And and look, Crystal Thomas, I think, will make a great backup center somewhere. But I think we saw last year that we really need a little bit more mobility uh, when it comes to that. Um, so so that I, I agree with you. Uh, Jasmine, any any uh, thoughts on my mystics? 
Yeah, I was just shaking my head the whole time Ari was talking. I could not agree more. Awesome. All I right. think that Tara, because it, it, I've been following her since she was at Carolina. She is a good a good player, and I, I think that she can she can do well elsewhere. Uh, but I, I really do I really do see some some movement in that in that aspect. Okay, that's interesting. Um, you know, I know it was it was a tough season for her last year, and for a few reasons. And it'll be curious to see what's going on. And Mo Curry, you know, they brought her in as the veteran for this year. But, uh, you know, with Atkins playing so well, she just really didn't see much playing time at all. And I think, you know, there, there are other teams that could use a vet like Mo. Although, as a journalist, there's nobody who gives a better quote than Mo Curry. So I wouldn't mind her staying around. All right. Well, this was so much fun. Jasmine and Ari, thank you so much for joining me. And look, we're going to have to have you back once all this goes down so we can kind of see what we're looking at. Let's go. Right after everything. Right after everything. You guys coming back? Yeah. As long as you'll have me. All right. All right. 